0: You know, that that took away their livelihoods. They didn't have no place to sell their I mean, their Barstown, stuff. where I'm
1: from, the entire economy is based on bourbon.
0: Oh, there's no doubt about that. You t- turn around, there's bourbon there.
1: You know, I I, I was gone from Barstown 10 years. <laughs> and uh, I, I was back home. And, you know, I, I never go out home. If I'm home, I like go home home. But uh, we went out and about in the city of Barstown the other day. And I remember when I grew up in this town, the only thing to do was sit in Walmart parking lot and drank bush light in the back of a truck <laughs> that was it that was all we had and now there's like five bars there like there's these bourbon runs and all that stuff. i was like i was like it's like a bourbon gallon bird down here now
2: to another trip down the bourbon road with your hosts jim and mike so grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back we would like to thank tommy and gwen mitchell from loghead's home center for supporting this episode of the bourbon road find out more about their fine rustic furniture at logheadshomecenter.com hey everyone this is jim and you are in for a real treat our guest today is rising country artist dustin collins he's a bardstown native who currently lives in nashville his song cold dead hands topped the billboard hot singles chart at the number one spot his album it's been a while debuted at number one on the billboard heat Seekers chart for south central u.s and landed at number 25 on billboard's country album sales chart with popular songs like cold dead hands the barn And I like to drink. It's no wonder Dustin's music is on fire. But wouldn't you know, Dustin loves his bourbon. So he and Mike sit down at Baxter's 942 here in Louisville, each sharing a bottle, as Dustin hammers out a few hits on his acoustic guitar. You definitely don't want to miss this episode as they chat about bourbon, music, and everything in between. We'd like to thank Baxter's 942 again for hosting us. We hope you really enjoy the show.
0: This is Big Chief And uh, we're down here at Baxter's 942 In Louisville, Kentucky And we got Dustin Collins with us today Dustin, how you doing? I'm doing good So, you brought us some special stuff today What'd you bring us? A little bit of Makers Mark Makers, man Now, Dustin, where are you from? I'm from Bardstown, Kentucky And tell us a little bit about yourself
1: Well, uh, other than being from Bardstown I pick guitars and write songs for a living And uh, live in a van down by the river (laughs) Living in a van down by the river.
0: Hey, that's not a bad way to live, really. With four other guys. With four, oh, well, I don't know about all that now. You got a big song out right now. What's that song?
1: It's called I Like to Drink. Fitting. Uh, it's
0: fitting for where we're at right now, I think. Well, that's fitting for the bourbon road, I think. Um, hope everybody else thinks so. Well, let's get straight into our pour of this Makers, and then we'll talk about Makers a little bit, all right? All right. I made sure we didn't mix our glasses up. I gave you a Kentucky glass, and uh, since you're old Kentucky boy. And uh, I got a Coast Guard glass here.
1: Uh, well, Kentucky, uh, Kentucky, uh, that's that struck me as strange too. You're in the Coast Guard in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's a big old, there's a big river down there called the Ohio River.
1: Oh well, yeah, I forget y'all do that too. <laughs> Last time I seen the Coast Guard guys, we were uh, packing up a bunch of helicopters, putting them on a boat in Galveston Bay.
0: <laughs> oh man, military outloads. Yeah. <laughs> So uh tell us your uh relationship with makers.
1: Well, uh, my grandmother drank Makers Mark my whole life. And uh, growing up in in Barstown, well, it's a you know, whiskey poor place, you know. They don't they ain't got no whiskey over in Barstown. But all we had uh, all we could get our hands on mostly was that seven dollars uh Evan Williams. Oh man. And um uh, it was bad. We'd go get them pints and, and we was tell you a little bit about uh Oh KMF earlier, a <laughs> little bit of that, but we drink at um, we got Evan and Seven Up. And it, was, it was it was terrible. <laughs> it's a, it's a, nothing bad to the fine folks over there, Devin Williams. Y'all do a great job, but uh, old black label and Seven Up is not the way to go. It'll dry your mouth right out, and it, and everything else. <laughs> um, but Maker's Mark, man, um. I, I, I just, I got into my dad's maker's mark one day when he went home and I was like, that is, that's good. And, you know, found a way, I like it with everything. If, if you're going to make a cocktail, you're going to make anything like that old fashioned anything out of makers. It just goes well with about everything. Cause it's so sweet.
0: There's no doubt about that. That's that weeded whiskey. I think it, it's got that little sweet taste to it still, you know, that wheat brings mm-hmm. out that sweetness that, them caramels and stuff. Um, so how do you drink your, your makers?
1: Ah, man, I just, little little ice, a little, little tad bit of water in there.
0: Yeah. That's not a bad way to drink it. I like to drink mine just straight up neat. Well, I do. I like it that way too. <laughs> so uh, you started out, uh, out in Barstown, Kentucky. That's where you're from. And that's obviously the bourbon capital of the world, but you play country music.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I, I like to say we play both kinds of music.
0: Country and Western. I've, I've seen a couple and of your
1: interviews. Yeah, country
0: and Western. <laughs> I've said that to a couple of guys who work for me before. I say, "Hey, we only we only play two kinds of music in this shop," and they'd be like, "What's that?" i would be like, "Country and Western." Country
1: and Western. I think it's from the Blues Brothers when they're in that. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the Blues Brothers movie oh, yeah. where they're in, they're in the the good old boys. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. We only have two kinds of music in here country and Western.
0: <laughs> That's, yeah, that is true. That's is from the Blues Brothers. So, when did you start playing music?
1: I've been playing guitar since my house. I, I was like nine or 10 years old. So, it's coming up. A, I've been, I've been doing it about 20 years. 20 years. Which like for, for being 31, to be doing anything 20 years is a long time to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, I didn't really start singing though. And, Till I was probably twenty five, is uh most everybody was like stop singing, not very good at it, <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept on and kept on because I mean you know it's like anything singing is uh you get good if you if you practice at it and and you just got to find your voice of what you do and try try to stick to it and I've heard from every record producer in Nashville to Kentucky that. Uh, you, your accent's too thick, or you got you talk weird, or, or something awful, or, or and most re- more recently, I heard from somebody that said, "Uh, your songs are a bit too country for country radio." Oh man! And then uh, so you try to write some songs that are more contemporary for the contemporary radio, and then sometimes you write those, and you just don't end up liking them, and you're like, well. Now we're back to square one. You're finding a balance between what you like and what you want to play, and where your heart is, and then what you're trying to accomplish musically, and what you're trying to accomplish in your career. Um, you got to find that happy balance, in it and that's that's music in general, and trying to have a music career and yet be an artist.
0: Now that your early stuff, I, I listened to some er, your early uh, music and stuff, and that was was that other people trying to push their hands in your music and stuff.
1: I'm not really heavily suggest things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I'd write. I, I, what I'd do is end up writing a song. We'd be in, end up in uh, production or whatever with the producer, and then the, you know the producer's going to put his spin on it. But if you hear me play those songs like acoustic, you know those come out. You know, three chords and three uh, three chords and the truth—that's all you got. You know, and and then you go in the studio and they start changing the music and kind of directing you towards a. No the way and we're we're about to start i think it's my third full studio album we're about to start uh just started writing songs for it. we got a new producer um um guy was um had several big top 40 hits um early 2000s late 90s great dude uh jeff bates who did a long slow kisses one of my good buddies and one of the best writers in country music to this day Learned from some of the best and um he, he, now he's teaching me what he knows and, and getting into the studio and working with him. And I told him in this next record, let's make a hardcore country music album.
0: So your, uh, your family did music too, right? They were into music?
1: Yeah, my dad and my uncle, uh, they, they uh, did an a- album in the 90s and uh, wrote a bunch of songs and were songwriters. And my mom uh,
0: sang in church. What about your grandma? You said she had some of that whiskey too. What? Oh yeah, bourbon. she she played
1: guitar too. She Did was. She? Uh, I've my grandma died when I was very young. Uh, I was probably ten or eleven when she passed away, and um, from what I hear, that's who I most like.
0: You still got that? You can remember that her singing though and stuff. Oh yeah, I
1: remember singing and playing and and you know seeing all the pictures and stuff like that. And my mom and uh, everybody says you know, you know, you're just like your granny. <laughs>
0: Huh. That's that's good that you have those memories still though. Um so whenever you you started playing um you graduated from high school. What did you do right after high school?
1: I joined the military. I was in, I was uh, right out of high school was uh, in the army for 4 years and Well, thanks for your service. Yeah, you too, my man. Thanks. And um uh, Went uh, down to Fort Hood, Texas for a little while, uh, mecked on some
0: helicopters. Man, that's that's my uh, that's my home territory right there, down uh, there near Fort Hood. Oh, uh, Colleen. Well, I'm, a, I'm, I'm from a little bitty place called Event, probably about 60 miles west of of uh, Fort Hood. Almost land passes, Texas.
1: I know where land passes is. There's a creek or a little river or whatever runs right land through there.
0: Land river, yeah. Yeah, we
1: go down there and go fishing all the time.
0: Yeah, the Lampas River is probably the where by my parents' old place. It is probably a mile. When you
1: drive through some of those small Texas towns, and I've been all up through Texas playing music and 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 all that
0: good stuff, but
1: it's like a storybook of what you expect a small Texas town to look
0: like. <laughs> Almost like Luckenbach, right?
1: Yeah, it's like it, well. It's, I don't know. Uh, it's just some of the... I went up to Amarillo one time. It's a good long drive from Colleen. Oh, yeah. And that whole drive, you just get to see all of Texas. You get to see... Because like, there's so many... It's such a big place and... So many different kind of – the geography changes as you're driving through it.
0: It definitely does. I had one person told me that before uh, when I was in the military. He was like, Texas is just a desert. And I was like, well, maybe you need to go to Texas first and see what what it's all about before you say that.
1: Hill Country is one of the most beautiful places on earth.
0: It is. But to us, you know, we're both me and my wife are from Texas. But we live here in Kentucky now. And I tell you what, I just – I think the – the grass here, the trees, everything's just so green and lush, and we love it. We live out there in Shelbyville, and, man, I couldn't love it more.
1: Uh, Shelbyville's nice. I like that whole area out there. and uh, I mean, I, I'm partial to Barstown, Bloomfield, New Haven, Nelson County. Uh, that whole area is it's home. And every time I come back, it's just like I'm so happy to be there.
0: Plus, I got this mighty fine brown water here, right? Yeah, that's plenty <laughs> there's plenty of that. There's plenty of that. Maybe it's a good limestone and stuff. So, yeah. You're working on helicopters in the army. Were you singing in the army?
1: I sang in the barracks a little bit, but I was more focused on, uh, you know, soldiering and doing that that whole deal. And and basically, I, I was so young and and wasn't even focused on playing
0: guitars. I was, had, you, was you drinking a little bourbon then. I might have been a little bit of military special. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, what's that? The,
0: <laughs> That's that bottom shelf Yeah, old, old class six. Oh yeah, old class six. You ever drink any ten high? Uh, no, we there that's from Barton's. Down we drank
1: there. Jack Daniels.
0: Jack Daniels, oh, that's, a, that's that Tennessee whiskey.
1: And you know, ever since I got out of the military, I have never drank Jack Daniels to this day. It, it's like, I don't know, some people say they like that with tequila. They have a bad day on tequila. They won't touch it no more. Every time I look at a bottle of Jack Daniels, I get creepy crawlies up my neck. It's just like, I don't want no part of that.
0: Well, let's let's keep you that way. Let's keep you drinking this this good bourbon right here. So you get out of the Army, and then, you know, you know um, what do you do then?
1: Man, what, uh, I move straight to Tennessee.
0: Straight to Tennessee, to Nashville.
1: Yeah, and uh, – interestingly enough, I wasn't very good and, uh, was told by a manager buddy and I said, uh, bub, you need to go home. <laughs> he said, um, uh, this ain't gonna work out for you. So, uh, I packed up all my stuff and I came back home. Wow. And, um, uh, he told me, he said, you need to get you a band, work on your singing, work on your playing, work on your writing, get you a fan base, go play in the bars, go do all this stuff. So I did. And, um, uh, it took me another almost ten years to come back to town, and I'm glad that we we gave her a second run and and really buckled down and, and put in the hard work because that's what it is. It's it's all work. Um, you didn't it, give up though, right? No, uh, I started writing and writing and writing and writing my own songs and and putting all my work into that, and um, you know it's like I tell some of the younger kids coming out and playing is play every single stage you can put yourself on and every chance you get to sing one of your songs, you sing it to somebody. And, you know, I've learned throughout the years on some of the tours and things we've got to do is always make it about the people that come to see you and the the people that are willing to spend their money to help you out because that's what the fans do. When they buy a record, when they buy a t-shirt, they buy anything. That's directly putting gas in our tank to, and get us down the road to the next stop it's uh paying for a song to get recorded it's paying for something and when when, when you put your fans first and you put the people that that want to see you succeed first you will be successful
0: oh I, there's no doubt about that I so what was your number one like so you you come back to Kentucky, you perfect your craft, I would call it, you know, drinking a little bit of this bourbon. You know, maybe that maybe that's what helped you out with that success is is uh drinking some of this bourbon here. So what
1: there is no doubt in my mind bourbon has had a profound experience on my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think anybody that drinks it would say that.
1: Probably about to half of that last record and you know, at least three fourths of this new record.
0: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. So what uh so you come back to Kentucky. You perfect your craft. You put in the work. You put in the miles. You're playing little bitty honky tonks here and there. And so, what was the big your first big hit?
1: We had a song called "Cold Dead Hands," which was a Second Amendment song. that know, uh, kind of ticked a lot of people off. And um, at, at first, uh, you know, we had let another boy cut it, and and it got major traction. But they didn't have really the uh, outlet to actually push the song out there, and the National Rifle Association had called us and said, hey, we'd love to help you out with the song, but we got to get a, a good recording of it and get it out there. So we went in the studio and recut this song called Cold Dead Hands, and I mean, it couldn't have come out better, <laughs> and, and we we ended up uploading it to the sites and stuff, and it's got over a million streams in, in a couple months there, and... The NRA started putting us on some of their show dates, and um, let us play uh, big lineups and stuff. We played down there at the World Congress Center, and the headlining act that night was Hank Jr.
0: Man, I, I, that's kind of my my wife probably got a big smile on her face. That's kind of kind of cut my teeth in country music was when I was growing up. Hank Hank was big. Oboe Cephas. he could sing, right?
1: Yeah, and well, it was cool. It was like I, was, I thought I was going to get to meet Hank and all this stuff, and I was, and I was like, I, hey, when can I meet Hank?" And they were like, ha, 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 "No." <laughs> you can't me, But we did get pit passes, and we were in the very front row to see Hank that night when he, he performed. Because we performed earlier that day, and we got to play with a lot of cool cats. And we've done that show three or four times, and every time they have it, I'm still, this day, firm support NRA. And I, I don't care who knows it, and I'm not going to backtrack like a lot of people would and, and say that I'm not. Because I believe... That uh, the Constitution was founded on on the Second Amendment. So you
0: you served your country, right? Yep. So
1: and and I wrote I wrote the song. I mean every word of it. And a lot of people in Nashville would have me uh, go back and recant what I say just to get a little extra press and an extra magazine here or there.
0: When you I, start taking away people's rights and stuff, um, they just keep taking stuff away. They remember, you know, bourbon. It almost killed bourbon when they took away alcohol in the United States. And actually it probably killed a lot of people in Kentucky and took away their livelihood. Um, Cause that's a, a lot of Kentucky, not a, only the people that were making bourbon, but the farmers that were producing that corn and that, yeah. dry, you know, and that wheat, you know, that, that took away their livelihoods. They didn't have no place to sell. Their, I mean, Barstown where I'm
1: from, the entire economy is based on bourbon.
0: Oh, there's no doubt about that. You t- turn around, there's bourbon there.
1: You know, I, I, I was gone from Barstown 10 years <laughs> and uh, I, I was back home, and, you know, I, I never go out home. If I'm home, I, like, go home-home. But uh, we went out and about in the city of Barstown the other day, and I remember when I grew up in this town, the only thing to do was sit in Walmart parking lot and drink Busch Light in the back of a truck. <laughs> that was it. That was all we had. And now there's, like, five bars there. <laughs> like, there's these bourbon runs and all this stuff. I was like – I was like, it's like a bourbon Gatlinburg down here now. It and, is, no doubt about and, that. And it's done such good stuff for our community and, and started to build that up. And I, I'm proud to be from where I'm from. And, um, you know, I, I love all the people down there. And and bourbon has done for them what, you know, a lot a lot of places don't don't get that. You know, bourbon's a special thing, and it comes from one
0: place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's uh, you, you want to play that cold dead hands for us?
1: Yeah, we can do some cold dead hands. There's a rifle in my closet, made in 1893. Carved on the barrel, it says Winchester Company. It's been passed for generations. I've been taught to use it well. Just put food there on the table, it ain't never been for sale. There's people on my TV telling me what's right from wrong. Not one damn gonna mind, Just ever pulled the trigger on its own from my cold, dead hands. It's about you and me, ain't no redneck thing, why don't you understand? You can bitch and moan all you want. You get my gun from my cold dead hands. There's an amendment to a paper up in Washington D.C. Ratified and voted on by folks like you and me. It's made it through the ages. It guarantees is country free You can bet your bottom dollar it ain't ending here with me From my cold, dead hands It's about you and me I Ain't no redneck thing Why don't you understand? You can bitch and moan all you want You're getting my gun From my cold, dead hands
0: And that's, a, that's, that's awesome, man.
1: Thanks, man.
0: So, yeah, I, I noticed your, your old glasses is empty. So, uh, we'll take a break. We'll fill that glass back up with uh, something special. We'll talk about that a little bit. What would you think about that, that Makers today?
1: I think about it like the same time I drink it every day.
0: <laughs> I like it. Now, you you taste the caramels in there and that wheat.
1: Oh, yeah. That's... Uh... a. <laughs> Man, to me, it's like, Maker's is, out of all the whiskeys, I, I I could be 7 or 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 whiskeys in. Somebody gives me a glass of Maker's Mark, I know that's Maker's Mark. <laughs> and, and, and that's what I like about it. it is, it's so distinct from everything else that you drink. And and it's just, to me, I, I mean, it's even the color. Like, you can almost look at a, at a glass of Maker's, and that's Maker Smart.
0: <laughs> no, no doubt about that. Well, folks, we'll be right back. Um, and maybe we can get Dustin to play us another song.
2: We would like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Logheads Home Center for supporting this episode of the Bourbon Road. Logheads Home Center, nestled in the hills of Kentucky is an industry leader in building handcrafted rustic furniture. Family-owned and operated, they take pride in offering only the very best for their customers. The logheads, and that's what they like to call themselves, are skilled woodcrafters who are passionate about creating rustic furniture for people who appreciate the beauty of natural wood. Owners Tommy and Gwen don't just sell the rustic lifestyle, they live it. And you can be sure that Logheads Furniture will always be handcrafted in Kentucky by artisans who embrace the simple way of life. Logheads Rustic Furniture is made from northern white cedar, a sustainable wood that's naturally rot and termite resistant. Its beauty and quality will add warmth to your earthy lifestyle for generations to come. Be sure to check out everything they have to offer at LogheadsHomeCenter.com. And while you're at it, give Tommy and Gwen a shout on Facebook or Instagram at Logheads Home Center.
0: Here with the uh, with Dustin Collins and we we poured a second pour and I brought us some Stag Junior. Now Dustin, you ever had a Stag Junior before? I have
1: not, not until
0: not till today. Not till today. Little little
1: hot. Yes, yeah, a little hot.
0: It's still I can still taste that caramel uh, kind of roast toasted marshmallows in a little bit. Still got that pepper on the back end like somebody's punching it in the mouth.
1: I like the, the after aftertaste is really good and it's really um, this good like like peppery and a little hot but
0: I don't know how I like it. I leaves like you, it leaves you wanting a little bit more, right?
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, that's kind of hot and it's a little strong, but it's not so bad that you don't want to take another drink.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Good thing about bourbon, you know, you could you could. Set it, let it set for a little bit and take another sip of it. It might taste totally different stuff.
1: They don't fool with your nose either. Like a lot of that hot bourbon, get up in there. <laughs> so, uh, so, like if you're drinking bullet, sometimes I get a too hard to pull off bullet to get up in my nose. I'll oh like, yeah, I'm about half green, but um,
0: <laughs> that's that rye and that whiskey. Yeah. So Dustin, so you you started to, you cut your first music. You're working with the NRA and stuff, and you're you're starting to get a following and. And what happens after that? What do you, what do you do,
1: man? We released our first uh, actual record uh, through a re- uh, record label. We uh, partnered up with Colt Ford and Montgomery uh, Montgomery Gentry's label, Average Joe's Records, out of Nashville. Um, we put "Cold Dead Hands," a few other songs I'd written and stuff, on a um, brand new record. Which, um, man, uh, we weren't expecting the album to to be. We expected to do, do well, but um, uh, we released it on my birthday, uh, two thousand eighteen. And um, on my birthday, I woke up and uh, checked the charts. Uh, I think I got up at uh, nine o'clock in the morning and started checking charts. Nothing. I was uh, beyond disappointed. I was I was like, man, well, we didn't we didn't hit none of the charts. Well, my publicist manager started calling. Was like. Hey, the, the secondary charts are rolling out. And uh, they're gonna release country music chart noon. Turns out we had charted number one on the heat seeker chart, which is a new artist that have not charted on a main chart before. So we we hit number one on the Heat Seeker Southeast chart, number eight on the US chart. And then the country music and independent chart came out and we were at 25 on the country music chart and 22 on, um, the independent albums chart. And I kind of like melted in the floor after that, that, that that's where we landed and, and we had just got off tour with Aaron Watson, probably a couple months before that. So the whole whirlwind of everything that's just happening all at once. And then the music videos were coming out and you know, I went uh, from a small town kid without a music career, without, without much of anything, just playing in bars and stuff to where, um, now we we're getting invited to do stuff like this and, and getting to make the music. We actually really, really want to make and, and getting some respect from some of the guys in the industry and getting to write with a lot of the guys that I've dreamed about writing with and, and getting to do a, a record with one of my favorite artists of all time. I get to do, uh, uh, a record with Jeff coming up, and I was going to play you all song uh, that, that, that we've got wrote for this new one here in a little bit, but uh, it's just been a whirlwind of an experience over the last uh, year and a half, getting to come back and play shows like we're going to play tonight here at Baxter's. We started, um, this was the first big downtown venue in Louisville we ever got to play, and you know, it's not a big room, but when you come in here and it's packed to the gills and people are singing your songs that you wrote it means the world to me to get to come home and play stuff like this
0: i bet you you probably end up coming back here for the rest of your career just to to come pay them respect i guess right right where you cut your roots at right man
1: this has been a big place for us it's been a big uh we uh, we opened up for a lot of acts in here uh q1031 over here the radio station's been great to us um Got to do a lot of their Wednesday night queued up shows. uh Been talking with them about doing our own queued up show here real soon. Whenever we release, I like to drink radio, and and uh it's it's been a been a wild ride. And this room right here has been pretty fun time for old Destin,
0: but <laughs> if they, if this walls could talk, I I probably wouldn't want to be sitting on this couch right now.
1: <laughs> if they could talk, you'd
0: have to give them a subpoena because I don't want to hear what that. I, I don't want to hear none of them. <laughs> they plead the fifth so your your song uh i like to drink that's kind of was a southern southern i guess summer summer song right well it's a funny story i have this buddy we ain't
1: gonna name his name he knows who he is and if he hears this he's gonna know who he is he likes to drink everybody likes to drink i think Uh, well and and the the entire song the uh what's it a Got a back slap, hug, and a listen, bub. He's from eastern Kentucky. So he starts to drink, and he'll get wild, and he'll drink Grey Goose and Sprite until it's gone. <laughs> and... Um, He'll he'll smack it back real hard. What are you doing, Bud? What are you doing? And he'll tell you the same story fourteen times. You sure that's you sure that song ain't about me? I It what? quite possibly could be, but uh, the person <laughs> I'm talking about, he's, he's been a he's been a real good friend to us in the band. He, he and I told him, "Some write a song about you." <laughs> he said, "No, you won't do it." He said, "You won't do it." I said, "Yeah." So I sent it to him. He said, "We have got to record this song. It's got to get recorded."
0: And it, it turned out to be a number one hit. Oh, it's not
1: a number one yet um it's it's done well uh, I think you got half a million views in two weeks of putting the music video out there
0: well, that's uh to me that's that's number one to me' it's, it's number one in my heart I tell I'll tell you I tell you
1: right now it's done real well for us we're we're pretty happy with I like drink. it's been a good one well, let's let's can we hear that yeah, I can do that. I haven't done it very much acoustic. I might like a bus light on a Saturday at noon, sitting on this boat dock drunk, sure ain't hurting you, I might take a trip and never leave the farm. When that big red sun starts singing, low break out the bottles and guitars, I like to drink Wrap 'round up tight, tight, and throw out a little rope. I mean, well, I'm just wild as hell, ain't no wheel laws getting broke. I like to dry, y-y-y-y-y-y-y. and I like to float. Goose and Sprite, get me right, take me ten feet off the ground. Press and repeat on a children's song until the party comes unwound A back slap hug and a listen bud might be all you get from me Wrap up your boats, pull up your floats, cause everybody's family I like to drink and I like to float Grab a ramp, blow it up tight, tight I'm just wild as hell, ain't no real laws getting broke. I like to drink. I like to float. I got some dad bod ass from a 30 pack rack of cold beer in the sun. When a lady swim by and see my George, you know the blue has come undone. I like to dry, I, 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 I like to float. Grab a wrap, put a tight, tight throw a little rope. I mean, well, I'm just wild as hell, ain't no wheel on getting broke. I like to dry. I like to flow.
0: That's that awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know you wrote that song about me now. <laughs> it's so, a good one. So you, so you cut that song. You're starting to start making a little bit of money. You steal to her, but the hard work doesn't stop, does it?
1: No, nope, no, nope, no. It sure does not. I mean, uh, and and I I put that behind the my team, my PR guys, my management, my label guys. Um, everybody that goes to work every day for me, I love them to death, and they work their tails off. My band, uh, who you'll meet later this evening, hardest working bands in country music. These boys are day in day out playing and and trying to help us go further.
0: I see. You know, to me, it sounds like you know. As long as you put the work in, you know, and you know, you had somebody tell you before that you're too southern. You got too too southern draw or too of Kentucky. or that bad accent. We used to have. I had somebody. Well, up
1: Kentucky's coming around here. <laughs> like uh, we got Sturgill. We got a uh, Stapleton. Oh yeah. Donald Childers. Uh, there's a lot of good bands out here and I've, We're going to do some shout outs here we got a little Jericho Woods band Y'all want to check out A little uh, Grayson Jenkins Y'all holler at him Kentucky's putting out some Kentucky's great
0: Kentucky's got some great music Great music right now Yeah Great You you probably listed about five bands that Right there that me, we listen to All the time and stuff And if we we get to go see somebody We feel so, so privileged just just to go see them and stuff, and I always tell somebody, "Hey, man, you should go see this guy." Before they're like, "How do you find these acts?" And I'm like, "I just listen, you know. I just listen to good music, and I try to see what what's coming out, what's coming up new, and well, who, who's who's coming out." The right? The thing
1: you got to do is just go to shows, and and, yeah. and people are so I guess so scared to go out anywhere these days. I won't sit on tail, watch Netflix, whatever they're doing out there, googling up stuff. You know, <laughs> as, as good as any video that we've ever done sounds. It's not as fun as coming to the show. If you come to the show, you will have a good time. Even if you don't like the music, you're going to have a good time. I will make sure you have a good time because I will act like a, you know, some kind of crazy heathen hillbilly (laughs) and we're going to have a good time. I don't care if you come to my show, I guarantee that you're
0: going to have fun.
1: At least laugh. You will at least laugh once.
0: (laughs) Now, do you play music for your family and stuff?
1: Oh yeah, we we all we have bonfires still when we get wild.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. We got we got that was back down on a farm, right? We got a little bonfire down there and right by the creek, and put some music on and probably a little bit of bourbon flowing, a couple beers. You know that that's a good time with my old dog Woodrow. You know that's that's the way to live, right there.
1: That's it, man. I say if you if you don't if you're not doing whatever it is you're doing in life, if you're not doing it. For your happiness, it's just never going to work out. You know, bourbon makes people happy. Music makes people happy. Do those things. Because if you spend your whole life waiting, it'll be too late. You wake up, you be gone.
0: Now, you're out on the road and stuff and going to different states. Do you ever taste any bourbon from other states? or?
1: Well, <laughs> here here's where uh, opinions might differ. Uh, as far as what I understand... The definition of bourbon whiskey means it has to be made in Nelson County, Kentucky. Oh, Nelson County! Oh man! I mean, it, it's it, it's uh it's like in the it's got to be Kentucky or it's not bourbon. Oh, it, 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 at that point, it's bourbon flavored whiskey.
0: <laughs> we probably got some we probably got some doubters out there, but from our, our listeners because we got listeners all we got listeners from Australia and and Japan and and this Europe old man stuff. That,
1: that grew up next to me, he worked at Jim Beam for years and years and years, and uh he had a pretty bad lisp. I love him to death. He, he he passed away. He's one of the best people I knew. He had three fingers. He worked at Jim Beam for uh, 36 years. And I asked him, how, I said, Tommy, how would you lose your fingers? He said, a turtle bit them off. I said, what? He said, a turtle bit them off. And it's uh, he goes turtle noodling. <laughs> he, he goes and grabs turtles out and he eats them. But he worked at Jim Beam, and he told me, he said, it can't be bourbon if it's not from Kentucky. <laughs> and a man that got all of his fingers bit off by a turtle tells you that it's not bourbon unless it's from Kentucky. He's got to be right.
0: We we just did a, an episode with a guy out of uh, Colorado Springs. It's, he's 291 Distillery. And he said, hey, I don't want to make uh, Kentucky bourbon. He said, I make Colorado bourbon. And I said, well, that, I'm glad. He's like, I don't want to. He's like you can't re- recreate what they do here in Kentucky, and I'd almost have to agree with him, man. It, I'm gonna tell you, it's some of the best juice in the world comes from right here, out of the creeks here, out of the streams here, out of the grain from here in Kentucky. It's it, it's a special place, and I think most people, it's like the mecca of the whiskey world. Even Scotch, you know, they they make they reuse those barrels, and that's just that's just use whiskey, used bourbon.
1: So I like I like Scotch. I'm a Scotch guy. I I, I didn't get into Scotch until uh, probably last two or three years. I got into a little bit of Glen Levitts and um, must be that bourbon in it. I like that 18 year Macallan. Yeah, it get, 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 gets a little good. But uh, as far as bourbon whiskey, if you're gonna the, the the cream of the crop of whiskey, I like Blantons. Blantons, that's a that's a good night right there. It's good, good, even poor. And uh, if if I'm not drinking Maker's Mark, I, I'll be on some Blattens or Woodford or some, something similar to that. Anything that's Kentucky. Anything that's Kentucky. It's just my. It's, it's I. I Get down there to Tennessee, they will drink his Jack Daniels. Well, Jack Daniels got this new thing. I don't want none of it. I said, I ain't even trying <laughs> it, which is really close minded of me alcohol wise because I, I ought to sit down and be like, you know, drink the Jack Daniels and then tell them Kentucky stuff's better. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I hope the Tennessee people are listening because by God, Big Blue Nation all the way and, and bourbon whiskey comes from Bardstown. <laughs>
0: well, I always say free whiskey is the best whiskey.
1: That's the kind I like. <laughs> and as far as beers go, cold open will suffice. Yeah. Because yeah. I like to
0: drink. So you, <laughs> so you so you you're fixing to cut a new album. What are you what are you doing for that?
1: Man, we're going to get as traditional as we can uh, get back to storytelling and, and singing songs uh, three chords and the truth about my life. You know, and I, I'm really wanting to explain my life and, and growing up in the country and, and really getting a little more personal in this album than I have in, in previous projects and Really trying to get it out there. Anything towards your service? Uh, no, we don't really have anything like it. It's mostly about my divorces.
0: Oh man. Divorces. <laughs> well, can we hear something from your new album?
1: Yeah, this um this new song is called Heaven Knows. A shot glass and revival, Jack Daniels and the Bible, this old barn stool and a prayer. See your face up in the neons. Lord knows in all my demons will pull me back and she just won't be there. Heaven knows. That I've tried to be the man I need to be As the story goes I'll be here right back on my knees Saying girl Can you forgive me please But heaven knows Only heaven knows The good days and the bad. Some were happy, some were sad. Some days were ecstasy. Love don't mix with drinking. Drinking don't mix with drugs. It always clouded up my thinking. So heaven know. Said I've tried to be the man I need to be And as the story goes I'll be here right back on my knees Saying girl, could you forgive me? like to say I'd lay it down for you. We both know that probably isn't true. But heaven knows. Only heaven
0: Brand new tune
1: there.
0: So when you're when you're recording those songs, you guys got a bottle in the studio.
1: Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Uh, depends on how early in the morning we have we draw recording time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you drink the whole bottle, you're probably not going to get too good of recording out of it, though. No,
1: and they generally like to keep me off the uh, uh, off the juice, off the uh, uh, papaw's cough medicine. <laughs> Uh, but there, there's been times, uh, you know, we, in the studio, we, uh, we play with some great guys, uh, Justin McCallum and stuff. These guys are, they are some fire musicians and, and basically, uh, the way it works is we, we cut, my band will cut some demos and we'll cut them up the way we want them. And then we go pay the guys that can lay it down better than we can. We pay them to to play what we played over top of it so how long just for is, time's
0: sake how long is it, it going to take you to record that that entire album
1: um we're still writing and uh we're we're going to be recording uh we're, we're starting the first recording of uh the first song this month we're taking our time to get this right though so we're we're up have the new record done
0: by spring of next year any bourbon songs on there Oh, yeah, there's a couple. Oh, So our listeners are going to love that, I think. Yeah, we
1: got one called. Uh, she's got her boots on,
0: <laughs> and uh, I think there's some bourbon in there. A little bourbon in there. Well, where, where can our listeners find you at on social media?
1: We're on Facebook backslash Dustin Collins Music on Twitter Dustin Collins 88 and Instagram at Dustin Collins Music
0: Official. And what about your music? Where can we find your music?
1: iTunes Amazon, uh, Google Play, anywhere that music is sold online you can find it at Average Joe's dot com. You can find our record. You can get an autographed copy. Uh, you can get one with a
0: t-shirt. You can get one with a koozie. They will mail it to your house. And what about so i think this episode comes out about two weeks where can our listeners uh go to watch you in concert
1: uh coming up um our our season's coming to an end but we got a we got a show coming up in new haven kentucky i got a couple things in nashville uh bowling green um you can check out www.dustincollinsmusic.com backslash tour and that shows all of our shows where we're going to be. Um, I think we're going to do a Christmas concert here. Um, a lot of my energy is going to go into that. We don't play a whole lot in December and November's hunting season. So <laughs> After all of that, I understand that. <laughs> it's like, uh, there, there's two weeks that we just kind of take off and disappear. And I turn my phone off.
0: Nobody trying to get a hold of me. So you do something special on uh, social media. I noticed you, about once a week you'll you'll play somebody else's music yeah they i just you there.
1: know um when we do show announcements i mean uh we've got enough videos of our songs out there we just keep on sharing those so it's like uh it, it's cool to get to play some of your favorite songs on facebook and stuff that your fans request so if you want to hear a song uh you know holler at us on there and uh whether either i'm on there or our social media ladies on there and um, they'll refer it to me if you go to our inbox, send us a message or send us a comment or a like or something and say, Hey, we'd like to hear you cover this song for your show announcements this week. And uh when we announce our shows for the weekend, that's a uh, kinda a fun way to do it is uh you know, do a little cover tune after we tell everybody where we're gonna be playing that the yeah, uh, week.
0: I love that. I love that artists will get on there and play a couple songs of uh maybe their favorite artists and stuff and, and I you know, I'll sit there and listen to it and Sometimes my wife's probably like, what the heck are you, what are you listening to? But to me, that's, that's the purity of, uh, that's an artist right there. Cutting some music and stuff. You don't
1: get no more raw than, uh, y'all don't know if I'm wearing pants or not. That's, <laughs> that's the craziest part. I, we're just showing camera from here up. <laughs> <Yeah. Just laughs> we're fl- right in the living room. Just a flannel shirt and some underwear. Yeah. It. You got to <laughs> throw on a shirt and a hat. And sing a little bit of skinner sometimes.
0: <laughs> well, folks, uh if you're if you're out and about and you get to see dustin play you should come out and watch him play it was just a just an awesome experience to set it here at baxter's tonight and uh and listening play dustin we appreciate you being on the bourbon road um and hopefully we'll have you back one day when you're uh number one in the charts and getting amc awards and stuff i hope so so you can find me at one big chief on instagram you can find us on uh facebook and on uh Instagram at the Bourbon Road. You can go to our website, thebourbonroad.com, and you can find our episodes on almost anything that plays podcast. Go to iTunes and listen to us. Um, leave us a review if you like us. We'll see you on down the Bourbon Road.